This is the Inside Cloud Channel podcast. I'm your host, Zegert van der Linden. In the last 10 to 20 years, the amount of data companies have to store has grown massively. And with that growth, problems occur. If you use your own on-premise data center, you can, of course, always try to plug in extra servers, but someday you'll probably reach the end of your server capacity. And then what? Well, then you could consider moving your data to the cloud. Here with me to talk about Azure Storage are insights Carlo Caravaglia and Roger Osterberg. Guys, good to see you. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Roger, uh, I'm going to start with you. When does data storage become a problem for, for a company? Well, obviously, when you grow out of uh, your hardware. So um, uh, when you have a lot of more customers, uh, when these customers uh, suddenly grow their data, and at some point you end up with the decision to buy more hardware. So of course, that's a problem. Uh, another one can be if you have customers in an area where have uh, dynamic or non-dynamic growth. Uh, so it's spiking at certain times which you can't uh, really calculate. So I think those those are the major ones. Yeah, and in, an, in a non-cloud solution, then you just plug in extra servers. That's actually, that's what you can do. Yeah, maybe not just servers. There are so many different storage options. So uh, some companies, they use uh, SANS, another use NAS. Uh, some companies are just using JBOD, uh, Pretty much just disks, and uh, and some companies have servers with disks included. So there there is a lot of different uh, variations. But of course, yes, if your storage is uh, over, you have to buy a new one. Uh, Carlo, uh, one of the things you can do when you grow bigger is move to the clouds. Um, do you always move all your data to the cloud? Well, actually, not necessarily. You can also have scenarios where you keep your data on premise on your environment and use the cloud only for computer computational power. So you send the data that must be analyzed or work on, and you receive the the final output. Of course, in this kind of scenarios, you have uh, something extra to consider, for example, if, if there are a lot of data that go through, if you have enough bandwidth to handle these. So uh, it's not always necessary to move the data in the cloud. Of course, if you're talking also on uh, big computationals, uh, having the data already in the cloud next to the computational power speed up things, uh, talking about uh, seconds or milliseconds, but maybe in big analysis, uh, this uh, helps a lot. But yeah, it doesn't really uh, need always to bring all, all the data in the cloud when you want to use the cloud platform. Yeah, so once again, a hybrid solution is an option. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Roger, yeah, maybe an obvious question, but why should you move your data to the cloud? Yeah, there, there's tons of answers to that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at once, I would say uh, or uh, it's flexible. Uh, so you can grow what you need. Um, another one, it's super easy to reach, uh, especially if you use, um, for example, Azure Files or uh, one of those services. Uh, also easy to secure, and it's often cheaper. Uh, storage is one of the cheapest solutions in, in Azure, not only in Azure, but in other cloud services as well, because it's, uh, it's been there for a long time and it's also high high competition between the big cloud uh, cloud yeah. companies. And it's fairly easy to back up. Yeah. Is it easy to access maybe from home or from your offices? 
Yeah, because some of them are uh, you access them through um, a, yeah web interface or a URL. Okay. So they can be easy, or uh, you can connect them in different uh, variants in your Windows system, for example. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, when 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 you move to the cloud with Azure, it's is it just a simple copy paste from your local hard disk to to a cloud server, or is it a bit more complex of an operation? Depends entirely on what kind of storage we're talking about. Is it, for example, a SQL database, which is also data you store somewhere? Uh, you have probably have to use some kind of migration tool. Um, well, if it's just files and folders, that's another story. Uh, also, depending on what source we're talking about, because Azure Storage is a lot of different services. Mm. So, for example, Azure Files, which is widely used um, with WVD implementations, uh, you can... WVD is a can... Windows Virtual Desktop. Exactly. Um, so, in that case, you can actually do kind of a copy-paste, or you can use a tool to copy-paste data from your file server up to the uh, Azure File Services in, in the cloud. So, uh, if it's blob storage, you might use uh, script and a tool called uh, AZ Copy. Uh, so, there, there's different variation depending on, uh, on, on the storage type and the need. Yeah, also on this part, there is also um, something that is called Azure Databox, uh, which can help if you have a lot of files to move in the cloud. So uh, instead of uh, going through internet, uploading through internet, maybe you have uh, not enough uh, um, um, fast connection to move all your terabyte or petabyte of data, you can just have this service from Azure, which is called Azure Databox, where they just ship you a disk, which could be uh, like small, some terabytes or big boxes of petabytes of, of disks. You just upload everything there. There's a procedure, of course, everything is it's, it's, um, uh, secure and they got shipped in, in, in the data center and they just copy the content of the disk and you have your initial copy there and, and you just start the synchronization with the remaining part. Wow, that, that's a bit like just making my own backup of my own laptop at home with just plugging in my yeah, external hard drive. It, it, a bit yeah, like that. In a, in a bigger way. Yeah, yeah of course, <laughs> obviously. Um, Roger, uh, uh, you mentioned uh, Windows Virtual Desktop briefly. Can, can you explain a little bit what, what that is? So it's, uh, it's the new... Uh, Desktop as a service in the cloud or Azure Cloud, uh, to simplify it, it's uh, it's a technology where you can remotely connect to your virtual desktop in Azure or your applications streamed from from that service. Uh, I could probably talk several days about it, but uh, very <laughs> short. <laughs> <laughs> very short. Maybe in another podcast. Maybe in another episode, we we can dive deeper into uh, uh, Windows Virtual Desktop. Um, uh, Carlo, uh, Microsoft offers Azure Storage, and uh, Roger also men uh, already mentioned a few a few names: blobs, files, queues, tables, disks. Uh, what should you consider when you make a choice between those options? Well, generally speaking, you choose the type of storage based on what you really need. For example, uh, blobs is just the the standard uh, displays. Uh, queues are intention are meant for, uh, as the name say, for queue uh, transaction for, for example, if you have an application that goes on, on standby or crash or fail, uh, all the queries go in queue in this kind of storage and then get 
offloaded when the application got responsive again. Uh, you you have tables if you want to use for database uh, like uh, 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 storaging of data. You also have uh, a data lake if you want to do big uh, uh, management of data lakes that, uh, in 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 the cloud. Um, there is also uh, also as Roger mentioned before uh, Azure File, uh, which is basically a cloud share uh, where you have your basically your folder, your cloud disk, uh, with the classical SMB protocol, you can manage like a, a file server, but you have the benefit that it's a pass solution, you don't have a server to manage, to, to patch, to maintain, and etc. So there is uh, all kinds of flavors of storages, getting out to a normal disk, which is managed disk that you attach to a virtual machine usually. Uh, where you can define what kind of uh, specification of type of storage you need for your specific workload. So you can really define uh, what is the technicalities that you need for your application to work yeah. the most correct and efficient way. Yeah. And do you always choose one of uh, one of the options, or is is here also a data a hybrid form possible? Uh, of course, you would probably use several of those um, storage services in your in your deployment. Uh, it can be hybrid in that sense. So you use several in Azure, or it can be hybrid that you use uh, some of these uh, services in Azure in combination with your on-prem uh, deployment, like uh, Azure Files and FileSync. So you can have your files in your uh, file server, sync them with uh, FileSync, and then also use them and, and uh, distribute them uh, through Azure Files. So, so you, there, there are so many options to choose then. The, the planning yeah. process where we talked in an earlier episode, is now I can see once again that it's really important to plan ahead to, to, to know what you want from, from a cloud service. Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe we can we can talk to to the 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 the, the options, um, uh, uh, Carlo. Uh, Azure Files. Yeah, we mentioned it uh, briefly. It, is is Files a bit like working in in Microsoft Teams? Maybe what people uh, maybe know. Uh, it depends. What, what do you, what do you mean? Because um, Azure File, uh, you can yeah, you can work together because at the end is a uh, cloud share, so it's kind of a file server. So more people, multiple people can work in this file share and, and copy and paste and work on the files. Uh, but when you mention Microsoft Teams, uh, th this is a, a bit more advanced because in Teams, you can work simultaneously on the same file together. So uh, this is more uh, a, a, you know, a SharePoint, uh, SharePoint Online feature. Also, uh, Microsoft is expanding a lot these, these features. I'd also present at last ignite where you can even work together on a content of something, for example, in Excel directly in an email. So even without opening the the client, so they're pushing a lot of this part. But this is more a SharePoint background here. Uh, file share uh, the Azure file is more conceptually the logic of file server. So as you have a file server with VM, lots of disk, lots of space and you have multiple users that um, copy and paste uh, data and file, uh, you have the same concept in here. But uh, again, also we already said a lot of time as you file because we're also kind of pushing it for the WVD Windows Virtual Desktop solution because uh, it's, it's a great thing and 
conceptually moves more toward the cloud mindset where you actually uh, want to focus on your core business. You're a company, you're selling something, you're selling a service, you're selling a product, an IP, and your core business is that IP. The background having VMs to manage the patch to maintain is a must to because otherwise you don't have your service working, but it's something that you don't really want to manage because your core business is something else. And Azure File is, is a very simple uh, way, uh, the concept of this. So you're moving to a pass solution where you simply get the service from Microsoft. Uh, okay, dear Microsoft, I need two petabytes of a share. There it is. You have your space. You can do everything you can do with like file share, like a file server, but you don't have the hassle to manage and maintain everything in the background. So also you can optimize the time and cost of your people focusing on actually the core business of what you need. And uh, Roger, then, then then you got uh, Azure Blobs. When do you use Azure Blobs? Uh, so Azure Blobs is uh, both the generic word for storage, uh, binary large objects, uh, but there's also um, there are also specific blob services or yeah underlying services. So blobs are in generic terms the the massive storage area which uh, Microsoft builds everything upon. But then underneath you have three different blobs. So you have block blobs, which is um, kind of uh, unstructured storage, uh, huge storage areas. Uh, you have a pen blobs uh, and you also have page blobs. And the page blobs, that's pretty much where your virtual hard drive will end up. Um, and then you have all the services we've been talking about, files, queues, tables, and, and disks. They are based on these <clears throat> different blob types. So it's it's it starts with the blob with the blobs, and then uh, the other file types are built on that or are built yeah. there. Yeah, kind of like kind that. Of. Yes. Yeah, Carlo. Uh, last episode we talked about identities a bit. Uh, again, Azure Storage. I think identity management, managing your identities, it's again really important. Yeah, of course, because uh, it, it is security concept here, governance concept here. Uh, as on your on-premise environment, you, you build a, uh, a file server, you want to control who is going to have access to this file server, uh, which people is going to have access and uh, which files and who can, uh, you know, uh, store information or not. So you won't have to, uh, the same custom in the cloud. So you want to define who is able to access and uh, so you can define uh, who is is capable to uh, view the data in there and protect the data in this way. So uh, as everything actually, not only about uh, the, the, the storage, but everything in the cloud and in IT, you want to have security and governance in place in order to have the right people looking at the right things and touching the right things. In the next episode, we'll be talking about identity management. Uh, so that's an episode four of the podcast. Um, uh, Roger, um, does Azure Storage offer something like encryption services? Yes. Um, so in theory, or not only in theory, in, in practice, uh, all new storage accounts, the ones you created 
uh, from uh, half a year or a year back, they are encrypted automatically uh, with Microsoft's keys. If you have an older account, it's not uh, encrypted automatically, but you can turn it on. Uh, if you want to manage your security or encryption keys yourself, uh, you can you can easily do that. Uh, so yeah, there it's always yeah encrypted and um, making good backup is obviously highly important. Uh, does Azure Storage offer a solution for, for making good backup? Yeah, of course it's important because everyone does backup, also backups of backups. And um, you can have uh, multiple ways to, to backup solution uh, in, in the cloud in Azure. You can use built-in services like Azure Backups, uh, especially for VMs and soon also for uh, Azure File. Um, also, you can have use uh, you can use as a copy, which is just a, a script command you can use to copy the data, or you can use snapshots. Uh, uh, there is a lot of ways, also depending of what kind of storage uh, do you choose to use, uh, or you can use third party tools. Uh, so, for example, uh, the Azure Backup Service. The minimum backup is daily. If you somehow want more granularity on the backup, so every few hours. Then you can go for a simply third-party option like Veeam or such. You can just uh, deploy their solution and use their as backup. Or maybe you already have experience or uh, yeah knowledge or already using some third-party in-house and you want to use the same one in the cloud. Well, pretty much there is every backup vendor in the marketplace in Azure, so you can just pick the one you want and keep using that one for also consistencies in platform and management. You've been listening to the Insight Cloud Channel podcast hosted by me, Segert van der Linden. Special thanks to Insight's Carlo Caravaglia and Roger Osterberg. If you want to know more about Insight and their services, check insight.com. In the next episode, we'll be talking about identity management in Azure. In the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Thanks for listening. See you next time.